It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. A set to join me right now is the former NYPD commissioner. He was so good he did it twice. And the longest running commissioner in the history of the city. Also the CEO of the Guardian Group. Here he is, uh, the great Ray Kelly. Kamish, good morning. Sid Rosenberg, how are you? Uh, Sid, thank you very much for having me. Thank you for those kind remarks. Uh, It's all true. Uh, It's true. And and, uh, Joe Esposito and uh, everybody who comes on the show or been listening this morning sent their their best to you. And a lot of these guys, Ray, are are concerned about the city right now. So something they hearken back to the days when you were in charge. I know you're concerned, too. How concerned are you? Well, I'm very concerned. I think the, the city is in the crisis mode. Uh, we have to come back and get close to where we were pre-pandemic. And uh, unfortunately, I don't, I don't think we're, uh, we're there. Uh, the subways are a good example of that. People are frightened to go on the subway. As a result, midtown Manhattan is not being populated the way it was. Businesses are going out of, you know, out of business because of the fact that there's just not enough traffic in that in that area and a lot of it gets down to the subway and people feeling safe to ride on the subway the ridership is about 55 to 60 percent of what it was uh pre-pandemic and that's simply uh not enough uh it's a huge economic hole with the mta but uh, also businesses are being severely impacted uh, by this so I think this is right at the top of the priority list as far as uh, uh, the city is concerned. Couldn't agree more. Now, Keyshawn Sewell has a job that you held and did such a great job of it for twice uh, right now. But, you know, I've heard this, Ray, and you would know better than me, like Jimmy O'Neill, for example. Good guy, good cop, but could never be a good commission under a guy like Bill de Blasio. Same thing with Dermot Shea. Good guy, good cop, but could never be a good commission under a guy like Bill de Blasio. And I'm not sure anyone could be a commission under Eric Adams either. Is there a lot of truth to that? Probably. It's difficult to tell. Uh, she seems like a, a competent uh, person. Uh, she came from uh, the 12th largest police department in the country, Nassau County, very, very professional. But it's clear that uh, Eric Adams wants to be the police commissioner or something akin to the uh, to the police commissioner. So I, I, I would imagine her job is uh, a pretty, uh, pretty trying during the day. Uh, but we wish her well. Uh, we need to see... Uh, Come back. I love it. I was born here. I live here. I've gone to school here. And uh, we, we just can't let it sort of degrade the way it, the way it has in the, in the last couple of years. I mean, I know shootings are down and, and, and murders are down slightly, and that's good news. But it's on a base of a 100% increase in shootings in 2020 and a 70% increase in 2021. So uh, we got to keep moving in in that direction, and uh, I I believe that one of the things that we have to do is to reinstate the 
plainclothes anti-crime unit that uh, we had and actually had for five decades in the NYPD, a very effective street crime fighting tool, which is no longer in existence. De Blasio eliminated that for unknown reasons. It was never articulated, uh, and we still don't uh, don't have it. Uh, we were once the safest big city in America. We touted that. We were proud of that. And, and you know, we're no longer the safest big city in America by, by far. So I think we've got to look back at some of the things that uh, worked well and and uh, consider seriously putting them back in, in the place. There's no, there's no reason that we don't have these 600 officers on the street fighting uh, a street crime. You know, yes, we're concerned about shootings, but also there has to be a concern about just muggings on, on the street. Robberies are up 50%. Uh, I think they're 50%. The grand losses are up... Uh, Forty percent, which is you know lost any from the from the person, person that that sort of thing. GLA, it's a grand larceny auto, that's up over fifty percent. So you need, in my opinion, anti-crime units to address this because, and I'll tell you what, it's, it's happening not only in the poor areas of the city, but it's happening on the Upper East Side, yep. which is probably the wealthiest uh, square mile in the in, in the world. Uh, these numbers are reflected. The ones I gave you are, are this is what's happening in the in that location. And these are the opinion formers. These are the people who, unfortunately, will move out of town and will, uh, you know, reduce our tax base significantly. So I think this is one of the things that has to be done. It was effective in the past, and I think that uh, it can be effective in the future. And I think we also have to remember that every cop. Uh, every, every uniform police officer on patrol is wearing a camera, and, and we would consider anti-crime to be uniform under the sort of under that label, even though they'd be in in, in plain clothes. Uh, so we, I, I think that'd be a fun, yep. important step. And we agree, yeah. me and Bernie. Let me preface what I'm going to say now with uh, we're very tough on Adams on this station. I I, I don't like him. Uh, I, I haven't liked him since day one. I think he talks out of both sides of his mouth, and I think like, he cares more about how he looks in his suit than he does about the city. That's my opinion, okay? Uh, I'm very tough on him. My partner Bernie is tough on him. Your son, Greg, is obviously very tough on him. Curtis Sliwa, Rudy Giuliani. And he has brought back the anti-crime unit in a in a kind of diluted sense in that they're no longer in plain clothes and he's even talked about stop and frisk, as you know, Ray, but he won't bring those back under those names because he believes, whether it was your leadership or Rudy's leadership, they were quote-unquote racist tactics. So he knows he's got to get them back in some capacity, but he'll never say it because he never wants to give people like you and Rudy any credit. Well, you can't do that kind of work in uniform, even a modified uniform. It takes uh, surveillance, observation, sometimes following people. It just won't work. So he he's trying to you know have his cake and eat it, but you can't you can't do that work effectively if you're wearing any kind of uniform. And, and you know, quite frankly, the neighborhood people in the neighborhood would point you out. Although I will tell you this, Ray, not to stop you, but there are former cops that say that they don't mind it if they're uh, wearing their uniforms because of friendly fire. Is there any truth to that? Uh, sure. I mean, there are ways that, uh, you know, we've had this for years in the department where you would wear an armband 
Uh, and I don't know if they're still doing this, but they put that color of the day out when a platoon is turning out. Let's say today is the you know orange uh, armband day, that, that sort of thing. You know, is it, it look? There's no question about it. It, it. There's some risk involved in doing uh, anti-crime work, but it, it's always been an effective tool in my history, and I was there uh, there a long time. So I think you should seriously consider that. And I don't I, I don't think these neighborhood safety teams are uh, equivalent to what the anti-crime teams in the past could do and would do if they were uh, put back in place. Former NYPD Commissioner Ray Kelly, so good he actually did it twice. All right, so you're talking about the stop and frisk. You're talking about the anti-crime unit. Give me some other practical ways, if you were still in charge, Ray, if you had Shul's position, if you were in Eric Adams' ear every day, what are a couple of other practical things you may do to try to save this city? Well, I would I would put stop and frisk uh, back in place. It actually is, but it's about a 1,000 a month of being done. And, of course, that's, you know, that's just not particularly uh, uh, an effective number. I don't think it should be driven by quotas. But I think every cop should have that tool in the toolbox to be able to stop someone and, and, and talk to them, question them. You know, now they're very restricted in doing it. It's clear that the department or at least the people who made the policies in the de Blasio administration didn't want it to happen. They did everything they possibly could to discourage its, its use. And I I think putting that in place in in an intelligent, reasoned way would also uh, make a difference. As I said, street crime, this is what people see. This is what people hear about. This is what we've got to get uh, get a handle on. Shootings are important, but there's other crimes uh, as well. So I would say you've got to focus on the on the subways, get those cops down on the uh, on the platform so people uh, people can see them, not up on the mezzanine where they sometimes uh, congregate. I think we've got to put the anti-crime uh, units back in civilian clothes in place. And I think we have to look at the implementing stop, question, and frisk. It's still on the books. It's, it's supported by a Supreme Court case, Perry versus Ohio. And there's nothing illegal about it, but I think that, you know, the understanding of it. That, and, and, you know, also it's important to realize that these policies were put in place by Bill de Blasio and Bill de Blasio's administration. Right. You know, I, I, I don't think we want, want our policies to be <laughs> driven by someone who, uh, who did irreparable harm to the city, in my opinion. Agreed, agreed. But, you know, but I, I saw this a couple of nights ago, the great Ray Kelly, also the CEO of the Guardian Group. Uh, I think it was on Fox News. I forget, Ray. But uh, it was somebody talking about how it's become increasingly difficult to recruit cops in big cities like New York. And and we know why, because they can never do right, right? I mean, no matter what they do, it's no good. I had an argument, for example, with my buddy Joe Tacopina. I know you know who he is. He's the best defense yeah. attorney in the country. And he was saying to me, Sid, cops should not be allowed to use chokeholds. I said, Joe. Wait a second. Do the bad guys play by the same rules? You got some cop trying to take down some whacked out criminal? I don't care if you hit the guy with a freaking bat. I mean, you got to give the cops all the ammunition they need to A, be safe, and B, do their jobs. There are people out there who want to limit what the cops can do, but the criminals, they can do whatever they want. How does that make sense? Yes, no, it, it doesn't make sense. Now, chokeholds, when I was commissioner the first time, we limited them. It's a, it was a you know, violation of the patrol guide 
if you use it. But they can be extenuating circumstances. Now what the state legislature has done, it's made it a crime, you know, which is totally absurd. <laughs> yes, you're right. In extreme situations, you may have to do that. And then you want to be able to put that case forward. But now, you know, it's been criminalized. And by the way, the federal government tried to criminalize it in the George Floyd uh, Policing Act, which never right. never passed. Right. But, uh, yeah, I agree with you. There's no, there's, there's just <laughs> lacking common sense these right. days. That's stupid. And, and so what, what happens? Cops will understandably back off. They're not going to engage the way they used to. They're not going to be involved in the proactive strategies that have worked in the city. I would. And so many people worked hard for 20 years to, right. to make it a big city in America. I would I would back up. And then the other thing is, of course, Ray, is you get these uh, louses in Albany, Hochul, Stewart Cousins, Heastie, even to a certain extent Adams here. He, he talks a lot but does nothing. And, you know, these cops go out there, you guys, brave men and women, put your lives on the line and go arrest somebody and that same perp is out on the street 15 minutes later, that's got to be so disheartening for folks like you. Absolutely. And I think uh, Adams is right to continue to bash them because, you know, we keep talking about that New York is the only state in the nation that doesn't allow a judge to make a determination of dangerousness. That's why you get this revolving door. People keep going out of it. Yeah, uh, you know, and in the station house for a half hour, and then walk out, walk out the door. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, this this is an eminently reasonable thing, as witnessed by the fact that we're the only state in the union not to have it. So, uh, yeah, they I I use the word arrogant. That's what we see from the state legislature. They're doing it because they can do it. They have super majorities now in, in the Senate and the Assembly, and they're just they're sticking your finger in the eye of the public. Yeah, I think you're right. And and bail reform is a perfect example of that. Yep, Yep. no, it is. I think you're right. Bail reform is just a chance for them to show their power and their progressive policies ruining the city. So last one, Ray, I love this city, too. I'm here every day. I work on 49th and 3rd. And my beautiful wife, Danielle, and my kids, we spent the last six years living in New York City, came back from Florida, two years down by Wall Street, four years up a west side, and I left. And I live out on the beach in Rockaway, and I love it. In fact, I'll never want to come back here. But I've got friends who say, Sid, you blew it. You're going to want to come back. Five years, you're going to see. You're going to want to come back. What do you think, Ray? Are they right? Uh, I, I hope they're right. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't see any indications of that right now. You see all these little stores that are closed. You see the people who obviously have significant mental problems roaming the, the streets. I think the city looks dirty. Um, and I, I look, let's face it, it's, it's challenging living here in, in New York. Things are very expensive. Uh, you know, Uber prices have gone uh, through the uh, through the roof here. It's very, very tough for a middle class person to to make it in New York, and they're, they're being uh, you know they're being forced out. So if things turn around and people come back, uh, great. But I don't know if you read that Carol Markowitz uh, yes, yes. piece the other day in, yep. in the Post. I mean, yep. Yep. <laughs> she had a lot of good points. No, she and left. Steve Cuozzo is a is a promoter of New York City and. Uh, and, and that's a good thing, but uh, I think she was right on target for now. Uh, let's see what happens in two years, three years. Right. Uh, right. I think it's a, a, a very heavy lift. Yeah, and she practices around. what she preaches because she did, in fact, leave Carol, and she did, in fact, 
moved to Florida, former NYPD commissioner, the CEO of the Guardian Group. Uh, I'm always honored to have somebody on the show who was great at what they did, and you're one of those guys, Ray. So thank you so much for hopping on today, and you stay well. Thank you, buddy. Thanks so much, pal. Take care. You got it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.